2: life and football are very similar without an identity you will not achieve your ultimate prize defense wants championships
0: pride and passion meet success you gotta love what you do
1: thank you for listening
0: to the east west football podcast with jerry martinez kendall whitley and now here is your host fidel barraza
1: thank you for listening to a new edition of the east west football podcast i am fidel barraza Alongside with me, like always, Jeremy Martinez, Kendall Whitley. What's going on, guys?
2: Been a while. Uh, but, man, we're getting closer, right? 75 days until, I believe, 75 days until the start of football. But it's getting closer, and I'm getting excited.
0: Yeah, we're getting real close. I mean, right now we're in, we in this dead time of sports in football anyway, so not much going on, but we're here to make some things happen.
1: And on tonight's podcast episode – we will be talking about teams that are, are going to have a bounce-back year this upcoming season in the NFL, and maybe some teams are going to have a down year. But first, let's start off with the NFC East offseason review. And let's start off by talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, key losses, uh, wide receiver Mark Cooper, defensive end Randy Gregory, right tackle Lionel Collins, right uh, left guard Connor Williams, and wide receiver Cedric Wilson. Key additions, edge rusher Dante Fowler. And wide receiver James Washington. Jerry, did I miss anybody? Since, since <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Man, honestly, I think I think we could stop the name dropping there. I mean, it's been a frustrating season for lack of better terms for a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans, man. Um, still a lot of questions that have when they've asked, they they just don't give a specific answer to why. Uh but I mean, everything's kind of, like, showing and indicating, you know, they got to get ready for these new contracts that are coming up. And we're talking about Trayvon Diggs, p- potentially C.D. Lamb, and then, of course, Michael Parsons. Because think if anything, Michael Parsons was the biggest surprise last year, just in general, in the entire season of the NFL.
0: Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you no more there, Jerry. Um, I think one of the losses they lost is Amari Cooper. Went to Cleveland. It's, it's kind of gone up under. We, we haven't talked about it a lot since he left from there, and I think it's going to be a big loss for them. I do think C. D. Lamb is ready to be a number one. Um, I think um James Washington would be a under the radar pickup, but I think it's going to have a pretty good year along with um the, the guy they they drafted, the Warriors they draft they drafted this year, out
2: Jalen uh, the... Tolbert.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jalen Tolbert. Along with him, I think it'll be a couple of great pickups for them. Uh, a lot of people talking about Sam Williams to the end that they got out of Old Miss. I think that's going to be a great pickup for them. I think he could be a probably eight to ten sack guy. Dante Fowler, another underrated signing. So it's going to be very interesting to see what Dallas Cowboys do this year. And Michael Michael Parsons coming into it, sophomore slate. I'm sure he's going to step it up and notch this year.
1: Jerry, I mean, you as a Cowboys fan, I mean, who do you think needs to step up this upcoming season?
2: Man, honestly. I think that Dak Prescott needs to step up and he knows it too, man. Uh I mean I've seen the reports, I've been paying attention to it. You know, I've been following I've been following the trail, just like you know, you guys have done respectively for your teams, and it's crazy, man. Uh it's gonna come back to Dak and Dak being able to make the adjustments when needed. I mean, we saw what happened in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure that he, I'm pretty sure he probably never wants that to happen again. And I'm pretty sure he wants to show the fans that maybe lost their faith that hey, you know he's in it, man. Uh, he's how much?
0: How, how much pressure do you think is on Mike McCarthy this year?
2: I think I think that's also right. That's also been a topic of good conversation, especially with a lot of cowboy people. Is you know is you know there's conspiracy theories out there, right? But uh, you know I, I try not to get involved in those kind of things. I just kind of go take it uh, as it is. I think if anything, this is this is a kind of make or break year for Mike McCarthy. I think that they're the they it, they're they're not letting it known though, so the the leash is short. But it all it all it all falls back. It it could possibly fall back, and from there, man, it would stir so many things. Because I'm pretty sure if it's mid season, Kellen Moore has to step in. And, they're, and then Kelly Moore is going to see if he can be a head coach. And who knows, maybe we, the Cowboys can be reliving a Jason Garrett situation, right? But and in, 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 instead, it's Kelly Moore as the head coach taking over. Or, you know, we can have what all the Dream fans want, which is a Sean Payton-Dallas Cowboys reunion, right? So, I mean, right now, I think, I think right now, though, the, the thing is, the two teams in the NFC East that people are talking about the most are the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. And and it doesn't get any easier than that. In fact, that's probably uh, my least favorite team in the division. I consider those like arch rivals. So if you are an Eagles fan and I'm a Cowboys fan, uh, yeah, man, it's not going to be the conversations get a little bit more tighter, you know, and, and, and that goes for work too, you know, I got some some Eagle fans that I know, um, and, and it's not easy, man. It's not easy being a Cowboy fan, even at work, and and you got these Eagle fans around work, kind of chastising like the way the Eagle fans do to all the teams and players. But we'll see, we'll see, man. Because what team? What team did you want to cover about uh, uh, next on the East?
1: Let's do the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: The Eagles, man. I mean, you go for it, Kendall. You took over because I was kind of taking up a lot of airtime.
0: Oh, you good, Dad? With the Eagles, uh, a, a what are we looking for? AJ Brown. They got him. They got Nick Kobe Dean out of out of Georgia. They had, a, I think, they had a pretty good draft. I think they had a really good draft. They got some depth. They got younger. Oh, uh, they brought in AJ. Brought in AJ Brown. They signed James Burberry from the uh, from the Panthers or whatnot. Formerly of the Panthers. Well, formerly of the Panthers in the Giants. So they signed signed James Burberry. So I think they had they had a pretty good all season. Very underrated all signings. They're younger, they're deeper, they got they got quicker at linebacker. I think if Philly can stay healthy, they can win that division. I really think so. Because there, there was only a couple pieces away. I'm really glad, glad that they did address the secondary. The pair of James Berberry back there with um the the um Darius Slay. There's I'm really getting really glad they did that. So I think Philly's they in line to have a pretty good season this year, and we just have to see what they do.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, the biggest key for the Eagles to have success this upcoming season is going to be Jalen Hurts and his improvements to run the football. Yeah. So we know he can run the football, but now you got one of the best receivers, top five, and A.J. Brown, he's there. They're friends. So I'm definitely, I think that's going to help him out, but also Devontae Smith going into second year. I think that's going to be huge for that
0: offense. I think with him going into his second year, he's in line for a big leap. Also, his second. We just talked about Michael Parsons and the Cowboys at linebacker. I think um, Devontae Smith, he's in line for a big for a big year too. Well, with we AJ Brown opposite him, they still got Jalen Watkins there in the slot. Jalen Rick, um, Rager hasn't done much, so we just have to see what happens there. Um, you know, they got Dallas Goddard at tight end or whatnot. So we're gonna see. It's it's, good. it's all on Jalen Hurts.
2: Man, I mean, look. As much as I hate these Eagles, man, they made some good moves, man. Overall, when you looked at their needs, right, their offseason needs, you know, uh, um, a lot of them, they, wow, they, they, they got an influx of youth, and, uh, and, and, and I guess a lot has to go back to Howie Rosen, man. I think that he's he's been able to manage that team well. Uh, the new coaching staff he brought in looks like they 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 look sharp. Uh, they look like they they know where they're they're headed, um. But man, you guys kind of hit it on the on the on the on the the nail on the coffin, man. I think that this is the season that Jalen Hurts needs to silence the doubters, and, and and if he can if he can do what what is asked, this team could easily beat out the Dallas Cowboys. But I still see the Cowboys favored it in this one, man. I still he- see it. I still see it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, look, if Jalen Hurts wants to solidify his role to uh, being an NFL starting quarterback, it's got to happen this season. I um, mean, he's got weapons all around him. He's got a full offseason, healthy offseason. It looks like, he, you know, he slimmed down a little bit too, so hopefully that helps him out. So, hey, man, I mean, it's put up a shut up for Jalen Hurts this season. Look, I'll say, right?
2: I'm will say i going to add this real quick because we're, we're, we we kind of already talked about it, but if the Cowboys – if the Cowboys top three – at least the top three, maybe up to fifth, fifth round rookies, if they can maybe perhaps get some playing time and be able to add value on a weekly basis. If they, in other words, if they can get some 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 playing time to these rookies, man, the Cowboys are have, have done a really good job and reloaded. So, uh, but we're gonna have to see that that these rookies actually step up and be pros immediately for the Cowboys to continue this role.
1: And let's go and move on to the team that I find more, most interesting in this division, and that's the New York football Giants. The biggest oh, wow. offseason off uh, acquisition was Brian Dayball being the head coach, uh, offensive coordinator in Buffalo. Helped Josh uh, Josh Allen develop as a quarterback, and I think it's going to be really good for Daniel Jones. And I think we're going to have he's going to have the best year of his career. I'm
0: going to go on and let him say that. How can I say? They're one of the most talented teams. They have talent. It's, I mean, there's teams out there that, that don't have talent. The Giants have plenty of talent. For some reason, the injury bug gets some or either it's Daniel Jones or it's, it's the offensive line. It's always something with the Giants. It kind of remind me the Falcons from the from the NFC South. Like they got a ton of talent. I mean, you can't. They got, they got Saquon in the backfield. Um, they, they got Tony in the slot receiver from Florida, from the Florida games or whatnot. They still got um Kenny Galladay or whatnot, Darius Slayton. Um, they got they got ton, They got plenty of talent. So they just can't put it together for some reason. And now, I mean, the question before was was it the coaching? Was it dead or was it the offense? What was it? So I think their defense is fine. I think they got a pretty good defense, pretty young defense. They drafted um, Theda. that Th- Th- is it, Am I saying it right, Jerry? Kayvon <laughs> They the bought. They drafted him or whatnot. So I think they, they got pl- plenty of talent there. <laughs> we, just, we just have to see if they can put it together for a season or what. And I think if they can, they can be up there. I'm not going to say they win division, but I think they can come close because they're as talented as the Cowboys. I think they're as talented as talented as the Eagles as well.
2: All you these know, teams in the division are talented. You know, you're you well said. Can we, uh, that's an excellent point, man. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, – I'm going to put this on the lens. Uh, I think the Giants are going to be able to put up a, a, a bigger fight. Now, the biggest question is because can Saquon stay healthy and is he going to be a part of the long-term future for them, right? Because uh, in the direction they're headed, like you said, coaching staff and some stud players, K, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, right, from Oregon – and Evan Neal from uh, Alabama. I mean, they're solidifying the position that's very important. So if Daniel Jones can can pick up the, the play calling, you never know. You can catch that lightning in the bottle. Uh, but if anything, I know we're going to talk about the – we still need to talk about the commanders. I will say this. The NFC East's future is looking very bright. It's looking like it. they're, they're going to be – I don't know if you guys remember when the NFC East was a, a very tough division – it's been you a know, while. It's been a long while, but I'll tell you this, man. The NFC East in the next three seasons is going to be a team. that's going to be hard to, to play against. And, Jerry, this
1: is quickly becoming the division of quarterbacks that need to prove themselves. And the reason why I say that is because, again – Brian Dayball, if he can't fix Daniel Jones, I don't know who's going to be able to. And guess what? If he's not able to fix Danny Dimes. you got Tyrod Taylor in the back, you know, just waiting for his, you know, to be a starter again. And we all know about the situation with him uh, with the LA Chargers. I want to say a couple of years ago about uh, what the punctured lung and everything. So he's been dying to get back in the starting role. So we'll see if that happens this season.
2: <sighs> yeah, and then we got the Commanders, right?
1: We got the commanders, so obviously the biggest offseason acquisition was them trading uh, for Colts quarterback Carson Wentz. Uh, a lot of people thought he was going to have a great year last season, which, I mean, he was. it looked like he was going to, but then towards the end of the year, it kind of just went up in flames. So this will be Carson's last stop as a starting quarterback if he cannot get the job done in Washington.
0: Man, you took it right out of my mouth. I was about to say that about oh, Carson Wentz. This is this is last shot. You went from Philly to Indianapolis for a year. Then they were done with you after a year. Now you're in Washington. Like this, this might be his his last stop. And I mean, they've done a good job surrounding with town. They got Logan Thomas at tight end. They drafted Jahan Dotson out of uh, Penn State and whatnot. They still got Curtis Samuel coming back. And they just they just gave Terry McLaurin a big contract. So I mean, you, you already know it. they got a pretty decent on backfield too. So they got the pieces there. Offensive line, I think it's okay. I don't think it's the greatest line, but I think it's it's, it's average. It's pretty it's pretty uh, pretty good or whatnot. Defense is young and they got some start. They got some players coming back from injury. Chase Young didn't have a good year last year. Was hurt mm-hmm. and they got um Payne and Will. They got a lot of guys coming back on that defense. Defense is young and they're deep and they can get after you there in that front four, the front seven anyway. So I think on um, Washington, I think they're another. This this in whole NFC East division is going to be interesting. Cause we? I don't know who's going to win it right now. I don't think. I don't think none of us know. But if Washington can stay here, it's a lot of ifs with all the team If Washington. I, can I, stay,
2: no, no, it's the Cowboys. I, I, I think that guy right there knows the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm telling you right now Cowboys are gonna win the division. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you. Well, if Washington can stay healthy, they should like the Giants,
2: they should yeah, win they, the they
0: division. Should. Yeah. They should. If Washington can stay healthy just like the Giants, they're gonna be up in and running for it too.
2: I, hey, hats off to the Washington the Washington Commanders, right? Because I'm you know, going for the Washington football team to now the commanders, wow. You know, big things are coming for Washington fans. I'm sorry. They
1: should have just kept the Washington football team. I
2: believe so, too, man. I thought that sounded a lot tougher. But anyways, look, you got Carson Wentz, and even we saw Trayvon Diggs freaking smile, man. I think he had that heart emoji. He The the tweets were out. And, dude, the thing is that Carson Wentz plays at Hero Ball. So, I mean, like you said, he can't believe playing Hero Ball this season, man. This is a very great – Last and, they, right. and that this defense, uh, a season before, was phenomenal, man. And they have that kind of potential to have that kind of defense that any quarterback can win a
0: championship with. If yeah, history office, serves us correctly, I believe no team has repeated in a while from this division. So,
2: You're absolutely right. But this time uh, we're going back to be back-to-back champs this year. Just say also,
1: they drafted an interesting prospect, Jerry, quarterback of North Carolina, Sam Howell. So, just want to get your thoughts on them,
2: man. I think that that was a very smart move on them because the thing is, Sam Howell actually was considered a top first round draft pick. You're talking about maybe potentially even one, either first or second pick overall in the draft. At one point, uh, you know, just he had a rough season this season. Uh, he lost a lot of, of, of his teammates uh, the previous year in the draft. You know, some of them we might know from, like, the New York Jets. Michael Carter, uh, he played with 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 Sam Howe. They they had a great season. Sam Howe was able to throw the ball deep. He is a very talented uh, player. So many people want to compare him to Baker. He kind of looks like Baker Mayfield. Man. Uh, but I'll tell you this, that kid has a strong arm. And you know what? That is a secret weapon that they, they just inherit it. It's like it this that that young man has the potential. He has that potential to maybe perhaps work his way to being, you know, another Dak Prescott type type of uh player, right? Where you know takes over a good team and is able to string up some good wins. And 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 the great thing is that he doesn't have any pressure because he wasn't selected first overall. In fact, I think he's coming in with less pressure than Malik Willis with the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And now, let me tell you guys just an interesting fact about Sam Howell. I don't know if you guys know this, but did you know he's big game and he's never tried meat before? Never. I heard. heard? I,
2: heard, I, heard I, I did hear. I did hear that along the way, and I, I just thought that was kind of unique. But I mean, hey, hats off to him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just well, I do, think, I do think I do think with Carson Wentz, Carson Carson Wentz injury history, I do think he has a good opportunity of playing this year. I I do think so.
2: It's possible. And- well, I mean, hopefully for
1: Carson doesn't get hurt so that way he has a full season to prove that he is a legit NFL starter. But if he's not, Sam Howell is in the in the waitings to uh, to replace them. Let's rank these teams. So obviously we know Jerry's Cowboys are going to win the division for him, right? Yes, sir. Oh. All right, Jerry, who's second, third, and fourth?
2: Yeah, uh, uh, Giants tight a uh, uh, very close. It's going to be the Giants going to be very close. They're going to be right, right behind us. And then uh, I, I, I foresee the com- the Commanders making a, a a little comeback, and then of course the Giants putting up a a little bit better of a season than they have uh, in a couple seasons. I'm
0: going Cowboys, Eagles, Washington Giants.
1: Ooh, all right. I'm going to go Cowboys, Giants, Philly. Mm-hmm. And not, last but not least, the Washington Commanders. Why I just, John Philly? I just think, look, they got a lot of offseason. There's some tension going on with the owner and the coaches. So, I mean, I just think it's going to be a long season for the Commanders uh, coming up. So, we'll see.
2: Man, but you put the Giants in t- second, so that's bold, and I like it, man. Let's you go. What? With
1: it. I, look, I look, Saquon's coming back from the injury. I just I feel really strongly yeah, how about. How many years have table. you said
0: this about Saquon coming back? <laughs>
1: hey, third, <laughs> hey, look, third time's the last time. So look, you don't <laughs> look. He look. They were trying to trade him allegedly oh, okay. this offseason, right? And was, nobody wanted to take him
2: on okay. because of his injury history. I'm sorry, dude. Michael Parsons is gonna light him up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And for two games, he ain't gonna do good, he ain't gonna do much, man. I'll tell you that much right now. All right, well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with that.
1: All right, let's talk about some teams we feel are gonna have a bounce back season and some teams that we think are gonna struggle. Before we get into it, I do want to bring something else up. So today it was official that USC and UCLA will be joining the Big Ten Conference starting
2: 2024, which is pretty big news. It is huge news man. I mean that entire landscape now made uh Big 10 up there kind of like more I mean it just made it a little bit more interesting. It Looks like Big 10 is trying to compete stay in competition with the SEC man. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting man cuz you know there's been there's been there's been that that chatter out there that the Pac 12, you know, the the those teams out there, the 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 players are not, you know, they're they're kind of soft man. So it's going to answer some questions real quick when you're going against Ohio States and Penn States. And man, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a different day, man. It's a different day in football. Yeah, man, it's just
1: wild stuff. And I, I mean, a huge loss for, for the PAC 12, which is probably going to be now the PAC 10 again. Um, but definitely, I mean, I, I think USC's you know, on the verge of being a powerhouse again, especially with the new head coach, Lincoln Riley recruitment's been pretty good this off season. Uh, UCLA. I was shocked with UCLA too. I mean, them moving over there as well.
2: Man, I will tell you, I tell you this: nobody does football better than Texas, man.
1: <laughs> well, I know some people that might have a different opinion on that, but let's go and talk about these teams. Yeah. That yeah we yeah. think we're going to have a bounce back season, and maybe some teams that are going to regress this upcoming season as well. Let's start off with the teams that are going to have a stronger
0: season. We think this season. Ooh. I'm going to start with the New Orleans Saints. They I mean, they had a pretty good offseason, a pretty good draft. Bring in Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew. They got some injured players coming back. Like I said, they had a pretty good draft class as well. I think the Saints, um, Jameis Winston of all, the quarterback, you know, the most important position on the football team, he's coming back. I think the Saints are going to be really – they're going to be a tough out this year. They're going to be good. I can see them having like a top-five record in, in the NFL. I, I really can see that. And I think Tampa's going to have – Something to mess with this year in that division, it's not going to be a runaway like it's it's been the past couple years. I think the Saints really going to be dominant this year.
2: I'm going to go with the Broncos, man. Uh, I think that the Broncos they they had been constructing this team, this defense to stop the Chiefs, man. And and along the way, they started adding like these nice, these nice weapons on offense and. The last couple of seasons, we've seen that that Drew Locke was not the answer, and you know what they did they They went out there and they got Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, who's still playing at a very high level. And so, yeah, I think that this team right now is is I mean, some people, I mean, I'm pretty sure people, you know, Bronco fans feel that they now own the West there in AFC. And and you, Vidal, I mean, you you should you should you of all people should know how tough the Broncos' defense has been. So uh, I think that with this addition, I think now we're gonna we're gonna have to take the Bengals serious. Maybe, well, hey, maybe
0: maybe we'll finally get to see a Jerry Judy side. <laughs> Uh
1: Maybe, but the the Raiders did sweep the Broncos last season, so I'm not I'm not too worried about the Broncos defense. But they definitely did upgrade on offense uh, with Russell w- Wilson at quarterback. The team that I'm looking at though is the Baltimore Ravens. Last year, we all know they dealt with the injuries from start to finish. So, you know, in offseason you know, healthy uh, with the additions they made via free agency and the draft. I think Baltimore is going to be the team to beat in the uh, AFC North.
2: Hey man, I can't agree with you anymore. I, I, I have a list right here of teams that, you know, I kind of want to, that I think that, you know, I mean, there's several teams that can make this push, right? I think that we could see improvements from a lot of teams, even teams that weren't in the playoffs, but I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Everything is going to ride on Lamar's shoulders though. So, Oh, uh, they have a really good situation.
1: And uh shout-out State of the Saints podcast. Appreciate
2: it. Hey, Kendall, Kendall shouted out the Saints, man. So, uh, yeah, man, shout-out, Kendall. Hey, hey and good. well,
1: let, let, let's talk about the Saints. So, obviously, they were in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, per se. Uh, they ended up re-signing back Jameis Winston. We know how his season ended last year with that torn ACL. He was having a really good season until that injury happened. Um, Obviously, Sean Payton's not there anymore, but in comes in Dennis Allen. He's got some head coaching experience with the formerly known Oakland Raiders. That defense is still intact. And they upgraded, you know, as far as the wide receiver position goes, they drafted Chris Olave, uh, Jarvis Mm -hmm. Landry's there now, and hopefully Michael Thomas is going to be able
0: to play this season. That's the key right there, Michael Thomas. If he can come back healthy, I mean, we haven't really seen him in the past couple years. If he can come back healthy. The Saints be being pretty good shape. I think Dennis Allen. I'm not gonna say he's an upgrade of a Sean Payton, but he's, he's been there with the Saints. He's been with the Saints for a few years, so he kind of he kind of knows what to do. To. I think the Saints will be just fine with Dennis.
2: Man, Chris Olave is gonna be a superstar. Man, I mean, wait, wait till you see what he does in that. And that, I mean, it's still Champagne system, right? So, yeah. wow, I, I don't even think that they need to worry about Michael Thomas. Uh, they have a, they they have a lot of things. They they and I and I'll say this. Jamison Winston we need Jamison Winston in the NFL man he makes NFL fun man I like it I like it when I mean he'll chuck it up there and having that kind of player in Chris Olave wow man I think that, that that Saints offense can be powerful with with that rookie
1: yeah and Chris Olave is actually my favorite receiver um you know in this past NFL draft as well uh let's go and talk about another team that's interesting the Miami Dolphins obviously they Brian Flores isn't there anymore they had a lot of turnover this off season, and they made this that big trade to get Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs and obviously Mike McDaniel's the new head coach there what do you guys think of,
2: about the dolphins i was uh, uh i was actually debating also the dolphins being that because i mean when you when you said that i mean you got Tua you got Tua kind of well, we're trying to figure out what if Tua is a franchise quarterback that they find their franchise quarterback then they they added Tyreek Hill to go on top of Jalen Waddle. Now you got speed for days. You said like the the new coach brings in and man, he quickly assembled that offense mm. to run the ball. And I mean that just that just shows that they know that they're 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 banking on their defense to to hold up and make some noise there in the AFC East, man. Because when we look at it. If you take the, if you take the ball out of Tua's hands, less mistakes happen. If a running game keeps if a running game going, all you need is somebody that can manage the game, and that's a success for
0: a, a playoff team. It's all on Tua now. They've done everything they can to put him in the best position to succeed. I mean, they, he has all the weapons, all the speed, everything in the defense. It's all on Tua.
1: Yeah, and then obviously, if this doesn't work out, this year for Tua, Tonga by Loa, I think he won't be the starting with the
2: Miami Dolphins next season. Man, it's so that. It's kind of tough and kind of sad, you know.
1: But I, but I mean, look, he he he's been put in a really great position this offseason with all the acquisitions they've made, you know, on the offensive side of the football, and then bringing in Mike McDaniel, um, you know, coming from that Forty Nineers system, which is very run heavy. Um, I, I think that's definitely going to help out too.
2: Uh, I mean, I think you're absolutely right, man. I, and he's and he's such a character too, so. It's gonna be interesting. I I I wonder if he's gonna be the next uh, coach, uh, coach uh, Bill Belichick, right with his with his uh, funny remarks after uh, you know, you know after a post game.
1: Yeah, the other team I think we have to watch out for is the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings are a very talented football team. Now they have an offensive mind. The coach, Mike Zimmer's no longer there. He was there for a very long time. Look to me, they have all the the talent in the world on on the offensive side of the football. My question is on the defensive side, but I think Minnesota is going to have a really good year.
2: Man, I, I I cannot agree with you on this one. <laughs> I mean, I I, I I like Justin Jefferson. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like Adam Thielen. I like Dalvin Cook. Uh, you know, but it's kind of hard to transition from. There's going to be some 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 flops between, you know, coach and head coach. We've seen it, we've seen it happen time and time again. So, I mean, hopefully it's an easy transition for them. And if it is, well, I mean, we already know how far that team can get. So I don't know. I'm if, not holding the Vikings yet.
0: If you're the Vikings, you got to ask yourself, if not now, when? Because I mean, yeah. Packer, the, the Packers, no more, no Devontae Adams, they had a bunch of losses offseason. Detroit, they're still rebuilding. Chicago, young quarterback. Vikings, I think they're clearly the most talented team in the division. So if not now, when?
1: Yeah. And I and I think Kevin O'Connell's definitely going to help out um that offense. So we'll see. I just think Minnesota's got too much talent on the offensive side of the football. My question is on the defensive side.
2: Yeah. That's 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 exactly that's they actually they right now what's holding them back. Yeah. Let's go and talk about some teams that maybe are gonna have
1: you know, digress this uh this next season coming up. The team that comes to mind is the San Francisco 49ers. That's the first team that comes to mind. Obviously, they got a quarterback situation where they're going to probably start Trey Lance. Obviously, we've heard the rumors. Trey Lance is supposedly going to be the starting quarterback week one. But they do have Jimmy Garoppolo still on the roster. I feel like they would have traded him. But they, he had that sh- the shoulder injury uh, that was lingering, I guess, pretty much for a lot a lot part of the season. So he hasn't, you know, he had surgery. And he hasn't been able to throw, but they say he will be ready for training camp. You know, but you have this young quarterback, and I just, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird situation because the Nines were planning to move Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: No, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I don't know why. I was thinking in my head, man, watch Jimmy G become an eagle this year. You know, I don't know why, right? Just, I guess it's just, you know, the GM, right? How he, Howie Roseman, how he likes yeah. to you know, invest in quarterbacks, you know, and, and what happens if Jalen Hurts just doesn't cut it in the, the, between the season? Do you think that they would, you know, you think they're a team that would step up and maybe take Jimmy G for a rental year?
1: Well, I mean, well, here's the thing, Jerry. So, I mean, look, obviously we know injuries are going to happen. Quarterbacks are going to go down. So, I mean, if they're in a situation where they can get something back for Jimmy than what they thought they could, then you make the trade. But if not, I mean, look, what happens if Trey Lance is struggling the first – two to three weeks of the season, are you going to pull him and hurt his confidence and go back to Jimmy Garoppolo? Or are you going to, you know, ride or, you know, sink or swim
2: with, uh, with, with Trey Lance? Man, I don't know. I think if, I think if you really want to see Trey Lance succeed, you get rid of Jimmy G because, you know, I think you don't, especially for a young quarterback that you invested three first round picks. You don't want that over the back of your shoulder. Like, man, if I don't do good, I'm out. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a bad, that's a bad remedy. And we've seen we've seen that coach Coach Shanahan has made quarterbacks a uh, backup quarters uh, backup quarterbacks with Nick uh, Mullins, man. You know what I mean? So I I just think that Jimmy G is not going to be a forty nine er
0: very long. I'm just surprised we haven't had we haven't heard more on that situation yet. I mean, on the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is still there, so that's very surprising to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just I just didn't think that State thought that that injury that he had with the shoulder was that bad. Because last offseason, the Indianapolis Colts did try to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. That we do know. But obviously, we know what happened now. The Sean Watson situation, uh, Matt Ryan's feelings are hurt. I mean, let's just say it's just the, the way it was. And he asked for a trade. It just happened to be the perfect storm for the Indianapolis Colts. They get another aging quarterback in Matt Ryan. So we'll see how that turns out.
2: Man, I, um, with mine, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real quick. So the Bengals, like we we were talking pregame, man, they have a tough season ahead of them. Uh, they they I will say this, man. They put together, they put together an offensive line. Uh, they were able to put together an offensive line this offseason. So they went out there and they addressed what you know what they needed, right, or what they need to help get Joe Burrow to that level, right, and but the thing is that we have yet to see you know as of late anybody make it over the uh Super Bowl hangover is what they call it so man uh can the Bengals get to the... that's a good question but no I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and write it with the um oh man you said 49ers man there's the Titans what about hey, well... the what about the what about the Packers I mean is it, if if it's just if it's just the defense and Aaron Rodgers, is that
0: enough? Ooh, dude, this that's gonna be interesting. But real quick, I'm gonna correct you real quick. Oh, there's a team behind me that made it over the Super Bowl hangover a few years ago, <laughs> they lost. They lost to the um, Philadelphia Eagles. Came back next year and won and won the Super Bowl. So it, it can it can true. happen, it but, can but happen. it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> but they don't have top Brady as a quarterback so it, oh, it, 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 it doesn't that it, it doesn't matter about that. Joe
2: Burrow, he said a team. He said team. <laughs> Joe Burrow doesn't. <laughs> Joe Burrow does have that Tom Brady ish uh, effect to his
0: uh, uh, Adam. Like, if,
2: if you don't have one of these, then it's not. I mean, the <laughs> swagger and all that.
1: But so he's got a ring. It's still Joe Burrow, and Tom is Tom. Uh, but with <laughs> that being said, um, th- look, the Bengals had tremendous success last year. A they lot did. of people didn't see that coming. Now. You know, Jamar Chase had a tremendous rookie year. Now NFL teams have had a full offseason of view his tape and see his tendencies. So I think, to me, you know, defenses are going to be able to adjust him, uh, you know, a little bit better.
2: You're absolutely right, man. Um, but it's kind of hard when you still have all those playmakers, man, especially at that wide receiver, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And now, well, I mean that division too. I mean, well, Baltimore's going to be better. I mean, Cleveland. I mean, everything's still up in the air, right? So
2: hopefully, we'll find out we, something next we, week. We, well, we should find out by Tuesday, so uh, because it's over with. Yeah, yeah. and I, um, and and I also saw and read uh, that it's heating up for Baker to be a part Seattle, of the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, yeah. So, we talked about that leak, right? We talked about it a couple of days ago that the
1: NFL Pro Shop for the Seahawks release a jersey and it was online it was available and then they took it down (laughs) so i perceive that happening here pretty soon if not maybe tomorrow um but also too, the other thing is too i don't know what to make of pittsburgh i like mike Tomlin; he's a really good head coach they had some injuries last year they don't have ben roethlisberger which i felt was holding them back last year as far as an offensive standpoint now you got mitchell trubisky which he's supposedly going to start but they drafted kenny pickett as well so Pittsburgh is one of those teams that might it might they might surprise a lot of people this year, but I'm not too actually, sure what to make of it. I with.
0: actually think the Steelers going to be pretty good. I think they will surprise a lot of people, just like you just said, Fidel. Um, I think Trubisky will start the season, but then Kenny Pickett by, by by Thanksgiving, Pickett will be starting.
2: Man,
1: we got to get Mitch a fair shot, man. I, I really feel like he got a bad deal in Chicago. It wasn't all his fault.
2: Man, it's a tough situation, man. It's it's going to be definitely an interesting storyline. I I don't I don't foresee the Steelers making that kind of an impact with that kind of strong of of a division right now because Bengals Ravens and Browns I mean the Browns still have a great uh, a pretty great I say great but their defense is sharp man got some the good, they got playmakers all over the place
0: yes they do the team I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans, Titans they lost a lot this all season. Traded AJ Brown, Julio Jones is gone. Even though he didn't do much last year, um, they gotta get Derek Henry some help. I mean, you just can't have that big back back there in a the good offensive line. You gotta get him some weapons on the outside. They did bring in on uh, Robert Woods from the rounds. I don't think I don't think they have enough. And then they drafted Traylon Burks, but he hasn't been able to stay on the field in many games. So I guess that's the team I'm watching during training camp. I think they're gonna take a huge step back last year. And, and they was number one. there was number one C last year.
1: And Traylon Brooks has had some conditioning issues too in the offseason program, from what I've been seeing and reading. So, I mean, yeah, look, they they lost AJ Brown. They traded him basically. They didn't want to pay him, and they go say, "Hey, we'll pay him, no problem." Send him over, and they drafted Traylon Brooks at Arkansas. So, I mean, we'll see how that pans out for him.
2: Yeah, it's unfortunate, man, that you know a, a rookie wide receiver has to be thrown into that kind of system. I mean, so much, so much can be said about AJ Brown, right? And Oh, he's the next AJ Brown. That uh, those are pretty big shoes. So yeah, I mean, I can I can foresee it, especially with how uh, Ryan Tannehill played towards the, the the back end of the season too. But let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. So this football
1: team was one of the hottest football teams in the second half in the NFL, yeah. and the last two to three games they kind of just fell off. Um, that being some because of the defense, Carson Wentz, and they some crazy things happened, right? So now, again, like we talked about it earlier, they traded for Matt Ryan, an aging quarterback. Which I mean, in recent history, the last couple of years, that's all they had in Indianapolis: aging quarterbacks. Um. So what do, what do we make about the Colts, or do we see them as potentially making the playoffs next season, winning the division? Like, what do you guys think?
0: I can so I can definitely see them making the playoffs, but I mean, is if Matt, is Matt Ryan at this age, is he that much better than Carson Wentz? I mean, but here's. A,
1: but Kendall, here's the thing. So, what's the best friend of an aging quarterback? A really good running game, and that's what the yes. Indianapolis Colts have. And, and they played. had a pretty
0: good draft as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and like you said, but yeah, you know, he has the offensive line, uh, and he, he has, the, yeah, and he has the running game. Uh, so all you need is him not to make those mistakes. Because last season, there were some Colts games that I caught, and man, I don't know what the heck Wentz was thinking in his head. Just like, just threw it up there, like. It, there was no reason to do it and he yeah. would do it and I was and I would I would think to myself man I guess this is how it is when i make a mistake you know <laughs> or when i take a risk sometimes in my day to day uh uh you know life so it, it's kind of it was kind of it was a weird thing but Matt Ryan will bring you structure and he's been to the super bowl so he knows how to lead a team so uh who knows man i think the Colts for sure i can see them winning the division and being in the playoffs But, man, I don't know. It's going to – for them to actually win a game in in the playoffs, that's another question.
1: What about the Seattle Seahawks if they do get Baker Mayfield? What do you guys think of that team?
0: If they do get them, I think it makes them very – it makes them more interesting.
1: And think about it this way because Baker's going to have a chip on his shoulder because more than likely they're not going to resign him to a long-term contract. So, essentially, he's going to be playing uh, on a one-year deal – Going into free agency next off season, and now look, they drafted Kenneth Walker the third. I thought he was the best running back in the draft in my eyes. You got DK Metcalf, you got uh, Tyler Lockett. I mean, they do have some pieces, but I mean, what do we make of Seattle?
0: Yeah, like I could it definitely makes them more interesting. They got some pieces there, like you said, Vidal. That defense is young, but they're they're not. They're, they still got Jamal Adams back there. But they need a little more back there, but. It makes them interesting. And Baker's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. You know, it's,
2: it, 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 it'll it be interesting to watch, to see Seattle play. But I don't think they're going to make that much noise, honestly. I mean, that defense is relatively – like, they just rebuilt it. I mean, they lost Bobby Wagner. He's now with the Rams. So, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see Baker there because Baker can do some things. But yeah. you need that defense to hold up uh, – help you out or help the offense out.
1: All right, and that's going to go and do it for this live stream. Thank you, everyone out there, for watching. Happy 4th of July. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Peace. Electric Acid.
2: Welcome to tuning into Sound Wellbeing.